I literally recreated the book project, which was a summation of 67 AI tools, had perplexity do all of the descriptions plus chapter and section descriptions. Smart e-commerce operators know that net profit is the lifeblood of a business, but at a small and profitable business than a large one which earns no money. The Profit Habits Workbook by Jason Miles gives you 17 specific proven profit-taking actions. For a limited time, we are sharing this valuable resource with our listeners completely free. Download your 60-page workbook and start making your business more profitable today. Just visit theecommerceleader.com forward slash profit habits. That's theecommerceleader.com forward slash profit habits. Hey folks, this is Michael Vesey from Amazing FBA Podcast for Amazon Sellers. I'd like to introduce an episode from our sister podcast, The E-Commerce Leader, which has got a slightly broader remit for all e-commerce sellers. In this deep dive episode, Jason Miles and I deep dive into a key e-commerce topic. Hope you enjoy the show. So Jason, we're back on with another podcast about AI. It's the gift that keeps on giving. You've written a new book for Shopify site owners called AI Marketing Pal Tools. So it's like a, a fun combination of topics, a very obvious combination to do. You're a writer and you're also a Shopify uh, advisor and, and store owner, and you're giving it away for free as part of a traffic stacking challenge. So there's lots to unpack there. Tell us more about what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So really excited about this new book that we've written. I wrote it in a week using me as sort of the conductor and director of the idea, a writing assistant named Cassie, who was my writing assistant. And then we used a tool called perplexity.ai that wrote a lot of the descriptions. And the basic premise of the book is very simple. We created a list of AI marketing related tools that are literally game-changing. And there are 67, I believe, at last count in the book. And this is a version one of this book, we might end up with it being a much bigger book in the future. But the 67 that we list are remarkable and amazing and mind-blowing. And the fact that we wrote the book using one of the AI tools, I'm happy to talk about and explain the story of and all that. But it came together so quickly and nice, nicely that we're really excited about it. And yeah, we're giving it away. We're also giving away another book that is similar in nature. It's called the the Shopify apps book. And that book is basically a summary of the Shopify apps that our CEO small group really rave about. And so this book is AI focused, that book is app focused. All of it's really intended to help Shopify store owners improve their traffic to their sites. And the challenge is all geared towards that. Wow. Um, so <laughs> lots going on indeed. All right. So let's dig into a little bit of this then. I mean, first of all, why did you decide to write this book? I mean, I know you, you're an author, you're a writer. So when you see something, yeah. you write about it, but why this book and why the apps book and why is it coming mm-hmm. across in the challenge format as free gifts? I was saying to my wife, mm-hmm. wow, there's a lot of bonuses here. I'd be charging for this, but mm-hmm. you're giving it away for free. So what's, what's going on here? Well, I'll answer the first question, which was why I decided to write the book was probably, well, it was December when ChatGPT 3.5 came out, right? And at that time, I started basically just in my, on my iPad, making a list of AI tools that I would hear about. So, you know, all these articles are just, the, the internet's flooded with AI-related articles and listicles and, you know, this kind of thing. And so I just started making a list of them in my iPad. 
And it just continued to grow. And I, I explored them more and more just individually. And then I thought, of course, this thing could really make a great book. And we had this traffic challenge coming up. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to write this book and I'm going to give it away as a free uh, bonus. And I'm going to use, in my mind at the time, I said, I'm going to use ChatGPT to help me write the book. And so I, we announced it. We put it out there. We started telling people, hey, there's an AI marketing power tools book coming out. You know, And this was all like 10 days ago or 14 days ago. And so I thought, well, I'm just going to use ChatGPT to write the bulk of the content. And on day one, that proved incredibly disastrous and did not work. And I was in the valley of the shadow of death for two or three days. And then I found perplexity. And so this is a very interesting little story here. The reason ChatGPT did not work to write, help me write this book was because it lies all the time and it just makes stuff up. It fibs, I like to say. And so, and, and I found, I didn't know it was fibbing at first because I don't know these tools very well, right? Like these new, these tools are new, new. So if you ask chat GPT, Hey, what does this tool do? And why is it beneficial for Shopify store owners? It tells you something that sounds plausible. And so, but then here's the, here's the little story about how I deciphered the, the fibs. There's a tool that's very cool for podcasters and it's called auto pod.fm. And so I asked ChatGPT to summarize what autopod.fm is and why it's useful, some of the key, you know, attributes or benefits. And it said to me, and I, I was looking at autopod.fm's website, like I could see what it does. It's for podcasters. It's an automation tool that does editing, splicing, you know, all the stuff that you'd be familiar with, Michael. Um, and chat GPT's description was autopod.fm, a revolutionary podcast platform that caters specifically to auto enthusiasts. Discover the various facets of the automotive world from racing and restoration to the latest innovations and industry news. Now, that description has nothing to do with what autopod.fm well, actually amazing. does. And I thought to myself, oh, I just caught chat GPT in a huge lie. Yeah. I mean, it just, it, it made a plausible sounding lie. And of course I'm trying to write a book with 67 descriptions of AI tools. And I quickly realized I'm screwed. Like this thing can't be my writing partner. You know, I've got my own chat GPT lying story because I I was basically kind of trying to train it by browbeating it the other day. My my teacher instincts Mm -hmm. kicked in and. Mm -hmm. Basically, yeah. I, I, I wanted to, and I've also been outlining some books using ChatGPT and then kind of editing it heavily. And, you know, so I've got two or three books that I'm quite keen to, to get writing, you know, that I've been trying to scratch that each for ages, as you know, but one of them was going to be based on a couple of books. I didn't want to plagiarize them in any way, but I wanted mm-hmm. to, went, you know, weave in some of the content to an initial outline that I would then edit heavily. But one of them was based on 8020 sales marketing by Perry Marshall. Mm-hmm. And I said, I said, actually, instead of writing a summary of it, could you please write the actual chapter outline? You just give me the chapter, you know, contents. And it came up with something which is completely made up. And I said, no, that's simply made up. It's right here in front of me. This is just wrong. Please, can you tell me the exact names of the titles? And then it just made something up. And I said to it, 
I, I gave it firm instructions to never lie to me and make stuff up unless I gave it specific permission to. But I don't think it's going to work. Do it. It's in, it, it, it's in it won't work. It's built to lie. That's it is built to yeah. create narrative. Yeah, that's the right, right answer. It is that's not right built way. to answer a truthful set of questions, and it's yeah. it, and and it can answer narrative questions beautifully strung True. together, but mm-hmm. could be completely and totally fabricated. And yeah. so that's what I discovered. And then when I discovered perplexity.ai, what I quickly learned was they position themselves as a more accurate and authoritative, you know, answer engine because they have multiple vectors of data that confirm for it that what it's saying to you is the truth. And that's very interesting. So here's, here's perplexity's description of autopod.fm. Autopod.fm is an AI-powered podcast editing tool that uses machine learning to automatically edit and enhance audio recordings. It can remove background noise, adjust volume levels, and even add music and sound effects to create a polished final product. This tool is designed to save time and effort for podcasters who want to focus on creating content rather than spending hours editing their recordings. Autopod.fm uses natural language processing and other AI techniques to understand the content of the podcast and make intelligent editing decisions. It can also transcribe the audio and generate captions, making the podcast more accessible to a wider audience. Overall, autopod.fm is a powerful tool that streamlines the podcast editing process and helps podcasters create high quality content with minimal effort. And when I read that description from Perplexity, I was like, if I'm a manager, interviewing two writing assistants and one gives me the chat GPT response and one gives me the perplexity response. I'm hiring yeah. perplexity every day, <laughs> all day long. And so yeah. Love it. I literally recreated the book project, which was a summation of 67 AI tools, had perplexity do all of the descriptions plus chapter and section descriptions. And then Cassie, of course, is tuning it all up, putting it through Grammarly giving me feedback. She's a real person. <laughs> and, uh, and I was sort of the maestro, you know, the conductor, I wrote the introduction and the conclusion. And I read some of the, uh, the, the apps that just, you know, the AI tool descriptions and thought, no, that's sort of confusing or that one doesn't merit being included in the book. So I was sort of the executive producer, I guess you could say of this book. And it's a good book. I, yeah. it, this is well-written and I'm blown away. I'm giving all credit to perplexity. I, you know, I'm, I'm acknowledging them. I will also just say this. I instantly took what perplexity gave me and put it through another, what I consider AI tool, Grammarly, and asked Grammarly to check it for plagiarism. And it is not a plagiarizer. In other words, it's creating original written content based on a summation of the wisdom it finds on the internet. So it is a, a, a creator of this content, if you will. Therefore, we don't cite our sources in this book. It just is, it's matters of statement and fact that perplexity is writing. And so if you want to copy this to see how this book came together, Michael, you've got a copy in front of you. You see the table of contents. This is a robust book. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, that's the way it came together. Wow. That's very cool. I have to say the description as a podcaster, you know, working hard with an assistant to do all the things that as soon as you 
described the podcast app, I'm like, wow, that's amazing. And it's supposed to show what a total disaster ChatGPT had made of it because I'm not that interested in auto parts or whatever it was trying to sell me on. It's just, <laughs> wow. But that's interesting, isn't it? I mean, so what, yeah. what you're implying about the role of the, there's so many things to unpick it, but one simple thing is the role of the quotes writer is, I guess you're transitioning more into a publisher, traditional mm-hmm. publisher slash editor, not in the sense of just, you know, correcting grammar so much. That's more of an AI tool doing that for you, but the sense of having a concept, this would make a good book. That, that instinct that you have is yeah. partly what you're bringing, isn't it? And then, you know, mm-hmm. deciding on the focus and what's helpful to human beings to use and then project managing it. And then I guess editing and for sense and for usefulness, yeah. which is it's quite interesting. interesting. still bringing value just in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way to look at it. I think is almost like a movie producer or, you know, like a director. The, the thing that's interesting is if you go to some of these sites, like if you personally went to autopod.fm and I ask you to write a 200 word description of what that thing does, it is not easy to do. Like it, you know, go to any of these tools. I mean, I got to mention 67. I'm looking at the list right now. And you, you look at their, their homepage. Cause you know, if you look at a homepage of a website, what they'll use is very, very concise, punchy little bits of copy that they think express a narrative or touch on a felt need. And then they try to explain who they are, what they do, but they do that on a different page. It is not easy to do a 200 word summary of a site like chat fuel, agent GPT, auto GPT, precept.ai, on and on. I mean, I could list them all. To do that would be, be literally hours and hours of scratching and pecking around and looking at Wikipedia and looking at about us pages and, and all of that. And perplexity literally does it in real time, real accurate. And uh, yeah, I just, it's, it's mind blowing. It really is mind blowing. Wow. Sounds good. And I guess this horses for courses, isn't it? I mean, chat GPT had a certain kind mm-hmm. of, um, charisma is not the right word because it's got a rather clunky, repetitive style, even chat GPT four, but it's, it's got a fluency mm-hmm. and a plausibility that is incredibly high, which actually yeah. like a, a, a bad hire could be really dangerous actually, because that you might realize <laughs> Ver- like a fail. Verbally fluent. Yes, well, we can sell you auto parts, no problem. Mrs. Prospect, we can deliver a Jaguar or, you know, or a Rolls yeah. Royce, uh, you know, engine. And it's utterly made up. It just sounds yeah. like, sounds like yeah. a character from a movie, doesn't it? So there you go. Yeah. It's, it's, so having, having discussed the, the limitations, uh, obviously you got 67 tools that I would guess everyone should just get the book. I mean, just simple question. Mm-hmm. Is the book available separately from the traffic stacking event? Cause it does sound pretty no. worth having. Okay. No. Veteran e-commerce operators know that net profit is the vital lifeblood of a business. Better a small and profitable business than a large one that earns no money. The Profit Habits Workbook is designed to give you 17 actionable, specific and proven profit-taking actions. You can implement them at your own pace and let the power of this trusted framework revolutionize your company. The Profit Habits Workbook makes profit improvement a fast and efficient achievement. For a limited time, we are now sharing this resource with our listeners completely free with no strings attached. To download your 60-page workbook and begin your journey to a more profitable business today, just visit theecommerceleader.com forward slash profit habits. And you got to go through my, you got to go through my three-day challenge and get it as a bonus. Now, I might put it out on Kindle. I might take another whack at it and do a second edition. That'll take us like, uh, you know, three days or something. But, but for now, no, you just get it at trafficstacking.com. 
It's a oh, challenge okay. and it's a free bonus. The, and I think the phrase you use, the horses for courses phrase is right. I like chat GPT a lot. It was sort of, I know it sounds so weird and creepy to say, but sort of my first love of AI tools, right? In December, we were all like, this thing's amazing. You were um, blown away with it. I've got to say, yeah. So this, maybe the, the, uh, the love affair has turned slightly. Yeah. <laughs> but what you realize is uh, the technical competency of the thing they made has a specific use case. And what everyone's doing is what you just described trying to do yourself this morning, make it do stuff it wasn't built to do. And you don't really quite realize it wasn't built to do it because it's so darn verbally fluent. And so if you're, if you're hyperverbal, you can kind of fib your way through a lot of answers to a lot of stuff. And I do fear, to be completely blunt, that marketers are using chat GPT wrongly to accomplish uh, projects and activities that they think it can do. And it's so verbally fluent that it's, it's, it's like fibbing to them and they don't even know. And then they're passing that on to customers or, you know, information products or whatever. So it is horses for courses. Chat GPT is super cool for, I would call it creative narratives. You know, if you ask it to make a sales letter for you on a specific topic, it'll do that flawlessly. If you ask it to make a, a, an email inviting someone to an event, it'll do that flawlessly. If you ask it to describe something that is a real thing in the real world, you got to look for the fibbing. You know, like in, in your example, you just ask it to describe a, a real, a real book from Perry Marshall. It, the other thing that's really well known now is it can't even do math. Like, you, you know, if you ask it to some, like a, a column of numbers or whatever, it's, it's like really bad at math. So you can't, you know, you got to factor that in. So these okay. are limitations, L limitations. We all got seduced by ChatGPT because it was so fluent and because it's an example of, you know, as you said yourself, the phrase can be an explosion brings to mind that mm -hmm. suddenly there's such an incredible spread of tools suddenly and mm -hmm. that are mm -hmm. of a different, a step order, a change order, what's the word? step change order of magnitude yeah. better than anything that's come before. And so we can lump it all in with ChatGPT because they did a really great job of, mm -hmm. of somehow becoming the buzz thing. And now I guess, you know, instead mm -hmm. of one tool that's amazing at certain things and very flawed at many, we've got 67. So talking of which, obviously 67 would be insane, but can you give us a few of the tools that really stand out to you? Perplexity clearly is one of them. You, you sound like you've, you've got a new love now. What are some <laughs> other ones that you would recommend? Well, yeah, perplexity is one to check out for sure and to understand why it's useful in, in the context in which we've described it. So that's, that, that's an obvious one. You, we both have really, um, begun using, I think, read.ai, which is an, a wonderful, absolutely incredible note taking tool for Zoom meetings. And Kyle, my business partner, found it, plugged it into our meetings. And, you know, if you're a professional consultant or coach, and I'll just describe like how Kyle and I work. Generally speaking, when we're working with a client on their traffic and conversion issues for Shopify or whatever it might be, Amazon, because I guess because I did it for a year or so, and then I asked him to start doing it. He is the recorder of the notes and action items and the minute taker, you know, not minutes, but you know what I mean? Like any key links or topics or, you know, to do's, all the action items, he would do nice notes after every coaching call and send those to the client with a link to the Zoom, you know, meeting itself for re replay. 
And then one day I logged in and read.ai popped out and he said, Hey, this is a new AI note taking tool we're going to try out. And at the end of the meeting, that thing sent out a set of notes that you would think you were like, you know, the president of the United States or like you were at the UN or something like that. Like this thing takes notes. Like, you know, you're, I don't know what the, like the, like the admin assistant for, I don't know who, like Elon Musk or something like that. Although he doesn't like meetings, but. I've got one little story about read. Oh, come AI. on. It's, it's amazing. Like chat, you, you know, like, yeah, it's good. It's good. No, I do like okay. it. I've used it pretty heavily since Kyle yeah. recommended it. Cause obviously, you know, you yeah. guys are sharp people and, and make great recommendations. I did have an entertaining, uh, meeting that the other day. So, so it doesn't always get everything. And I said something to some guy that I'm working with to, to get some le- LinkedIn leads generated for amazing FBA to, you know, help more mm-hmm. people in the 10K collective mastermind. And. I said, he said something like, he said, yeah, read that. I'm not sure it works in my accent because he's from the north of England. And I said, yeah, your accent reminds me of a coach I used to have who lived in Sheffield, which is just you know, in South Yorkshire in the north of England. And the notes came back and said something like, Michael agreed that Danny sounded like a coach driver from Sheffield. And the coach <laughs> driver's like, basically like a bus driver. And I thought, this is a massive misrepresentation. So it can get it wrong. I mean, don't get me wrong, sure. but obviously an assistant for the Philippines could be getting it more wrong. <laughs> so, you know, but it, it's yeah. not always, <laughs> all yeah. I would say, like anything else, I think we need yeah. to not turn our brains off. There are two dangers that strikes me that, that reminds us earlier, me of earlier conversations, which is when you hire somebody and they just go, get it done. And then you assume they're doing every single thing you've ever said ever. They understand everything about you, what you just said in terms of the instructions. They understand English flawlessly. They understand your industry flawlessly and the, the vagaries of your business. These are all pretty silly assumptions. And I think it's very easy to fall into that with AI. You assume, oh, it's a machine, therefore it doesn't make mistakes. But of course, there are many, many, many levels of decisions it's made by algorithm rather than by brain. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. So I guess it comes to the same thing, which is you've got to manage the, the tools just as you have to manage people, right? That's yeah, absolutely me. right. Let me, let me mention a few others that um, might be particularly interesting to you. There's a, uh, a tool called crystalnose.com. Uh, and it is a AI powered tool and it basically allows you to plug in anyone's LinkedIn or Facebook profile, like their online, you know, profile, however they're on the internet. And it will apply personality profile to them before you're meeting with them and give you talking points. And like it, it uses like the disc, you know, profile tool. And it'll give you customized things to say and things to not say that would trigger that type of person personality. It's literally like having a prep session before, you know, you meet with someone and it is basically giving you an unfair advantage in preparatory work for meetings. And, you know, if you're in a really, really high stakes meeting, like if you're, you know, if you're negotiating, you know, a big deal. That is the kind of preparatory stuff that you do. You know who you're talking to ahead of time. And as a person who sells consulting or sells services, you generally try to look at people's website and, you know, like how we work, we have an application form. People fill out a lot of information before we meet with them. And the goal of that information is so that we understand how best to talk to them and how to customize the conversation to fit their needs and, you know, their situation. And this tool is interesting in how it helps you do that. So that's just one example. I, I thought it was interesting and we're going to use it more and more in our, in our practice going forward. Uh, I'll mention another one and then let you uh, chime in on these, but 
I don't know if you've ever used Headline Studio before. Yes, I've used it quite a lot. Yeah. Okay, so there you go. So you know this one. So I had not used it before, and it, it was on the list. And the the use for it is really really fascinating. It's basically a tool that allows you to tune up your proposed headlines to an optimal as much you know optimization as possible against what it what what the AI behind it knows it engaging you know powerfully constructed you know headline content with the word styles that are known to be powerful the emotional uh, you know phrasing and it will score your headline and you can rewrite 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 until you get something that is really really dialed in I like that one a lot. I'd never used it before. So yeah, uh, it's really yeah. good. Well, you know, if, if anyone's listening, they want to see the example of it work, they just need to go to the e-commerce leader.com because as long as our editors and writers, so junior and, and, uh, following our systems mm-hmm. or the SOP, we're using chat GPT. Maybe we need to change the perplexity, mm-hmm. but basically say, you know, do some keyword research, we pick a keyword and then, uh, and this is a classic use of AI with a human to do um, content marketing, but neither of us are doing it, right? So it's an assistant plus AI cooking something up between them and then um, using ChatGPT to, to generate a bunch of different headlines and then pop a few of them into the headline optimizer. It's not the absolutely optimized process, but it's an example mm-hmm. of how you can use tools together to you know mm-hmm. optimize the output of one. And it, indeed, I think that people make a funny thing about AI replacing humans, but Humans have been using tools for physical manufacturing since, well, you know, it started in the UK earlier than anywhere else. If you're yeah. using a lathe to, you know, to turn a piece of metal and then another tool to smooth it off, it doesn't mean human ingenuity isn't involved or judgment isn't involved. Right. You know? And that's right. A, constructing a process and having a clear judgment of whether it's ready or not and, and good. Mm-hmm. I think are the things that are still left for us anyway, it just struck me uh, when I'm describing yeah. that process. Anyway, you were going to give me some more tools or give the, the listeners some more tools. Hey, folks, thank you so much for listening to The E-Commerce Leader again with myself, Michael Vizi, and Jason Miles, my wonderful co-host and man of many letters. He's written multiple, multiple books, Jason. Today, of course, we talked about his latest book, AI Marketing Power Tools. What I thought was very interesting about this uh, was the division into different types, obviously, ChatGPT is very famous. You may have used it. If not, I'd urge you to go and use it. But that's just one of many types of tools out there. It's a generative AI. It makes stuff up. And I guess one of the points we've gained from today, if nothing else, is that ChatGPT really makes stuff up, including facts. So perplexity was more the go-to tool for Jason. I've used read.ai, which Jason mentioned as well. Very, very helpful tool. But again, you've got to go through it and make sure you've double-checked it. So um, like anything else, I think we can underestimate the power of tools and we can overestimate them. We'll use the wrong tool for the wrong job. So that's one of the things that's come out of this for me. Um, fascinating stuff. I just think that one of the reasons that you need a, a book like Jason's book is to curate and navigate to simplify. Um, in other words, somebody else has checked things out for you. Uh, so you don't have to just Google and be presented with thousands of potential tools, which you may not know if they're the right kind of thing for you. So very helpful book. Uh, you can get it only as a bonus at the traffic stacking event that Jason and Kyle ran. That's now over. But if you go to trafficstacking.com, that's traffic with two Fs for Freddie, stacking with this S for sugar, .com. Um, the three-day challenge is over, but that's where you can, that will stay up according to Jason. And that's where you can get hold of the book as well. 
So um, I really recommend that the bonus is almost more profitable than the more valuable perhaps than the actual challenge, but the challenge itself is very worthwhile as well. So worth checking out. Uh, thank you as ever for listening to the show and don't forget to subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or whatever is handy for you as well. Thank you so much for listening to the e-commerce leader. Veteran e-commerce operators know that net profit is the vital lifeblood of a business. Better a small and profitable business than a large one that earns no money. The Profit Habits Workbook is designed to give you 17 actionable, specific and proven profit-taking actions. You can implement them at your own pace and let the power of this trusted framework revolutionize your company. The Profit Habits Workbook makes profit improvement a fast and efficient achievement. For a limited time, we are now sharing this resource with our listeners completely free with no strings attached. To download your 60-page workbook and begin your journey to a more profitable business today, just visit theecommerceleader.com forward slash profit habits. That was the e-commerce leader podcast with Michael Vesey in London, England. Jason Miles in Seattle, Washington. We offer you free help on our website, including PDFs, videos, and mini courses on topics like traffic, products, and sales channels. Some are for Amazon, most are for any sales channel. To get those and to stay up to date with our podcasts, go to www.theecommerceleader.com. Thanks for listening.